Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Positive Outlook. Today, I am joined by one of my closest friends, and uh, he's going to be guest hosting the show today. We're going to be talking about just a ton of different things. We don't really have anything specific planned. I'm not going to lie to you guys, but uh, we do just want to talk about some things about students, about all of the different things in life, about college and everything. So uh, I'm just going to have him introduce himself right now, and then uh, we'll get started. Hey, guys. Uh, good night. My name is Joseph. Uh, my surname is Amuk. I'm from Chimbu. I was born in Western Islands, raised as a Western Islander. And yeah, most of the people, they call me Kange because I was raised in Agenland. And yeah, that's all about me. Yeah, so um, Joseph is actually from around uh, Mount Wilhelm, right? Yeah, Mount Wilhelm. Yeah, your family's from around Mount Wilhelm, but he was born in... Uh... Kujip? Kujip. He was born in Kujip, which is pretty much Hagen. Like, he, he lived in a place called um, Anglup, which is pretty much Hagen. It's like 15 minutes away. Sharing from, a border with from the Western yeah. Islands and Jawaka. In Jawaka. So, uh, he, he's a Kange, but he's an Ungra, you know. Ungra by, by birth, but Kange by race. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, he's actually he's actually done a lot with his life. Uh, I'm actually super proud of him and the things that he's accomplished. And I've known him since 2019 for about what is that? Three years? Yeah, yeah probably yeah. three years. Three years, close to three years. And uh, since I first knew him, whenever he was in uh, going to um, Anglip Secondary, <laughs> and now he's uh, in college and he's moved away and everything. And uh, it, it's terrible to have him leave. I know that my family, my family loves Joseph. He's kind of became a part of our family. He's like a brother. He's like a son to my parents. And whenever he left, I'm not even lying. My mom cried. My dad, he was so sad. But yeah, but uh, but we know that that uh, he's he's doing good with his life and that he's going to college and everything. So uh, I just want to ask him some questions about being a student in Papua New Guinea and some of the hurdles that he's had to go to go through and some of the day to day battles that he has to go through. So uh, what college do you go to? Uh, the college is a uh, Gorokwa Technical College. Uh, yeah, it was it's a well-established college like in colonial time. Yeah. And uh, compared to the other college in Papua New Guinea, it is a good rep- uh, report. Uh, reputation. Reputation. Yeah. Yeah. So, what degree are you going for? Uh, business. Business. Business management. Yeah, business management. Business management. Okay. So how hard are classes? I know that everybody thinks that they're going to go from high school to college and like just breeze on through another four years or something like that. But would you say that college is you have to have more dedication or less dedication than a secondary uh, school? Like in high schools, uh, they think normally we think like myself, I think that uh, it was easier than uh, college. Yeah. But uh, since I was in college now, it, it was really hard. Because you have to, yeah. it, it needs more effort. Yeah, than, and it, it requires a lot of self-discipline yeah. too. Discipline, and you have to commit time. Commit, yeah. And your studies, you know. Yeah. Because whenever you're in high school, like, you have parents and you have teachers telling you what to do. But whenever you're in college, you're an adult. And if you don't show up to classes, you're just going to miss the credit, you know. You're going to fail the class. So people aren't going to be calling you, telling you to come to school. or You're not going to, like, get in big trouble or anything like that. You're just going to fail waste your money and fail. So you have to have a lot of dedication. You have to have a lot of commitment. So what would you say is something big that is a big thing to keep you committed, to keep you motivated? Like what, what makes you think whenever you wake up in the morning is like, man, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to class today. I don't want to go do this test today. I don't want to go to the college today. What makes you get up and be like, but I'm going to. 
to me, you know, there's uh, so many reasons to my life. Because uh, since 2019, I mean 2018, I was done in a secondary school and then I stayed on for three years, 2019, 20 and 21. And uh, this, this year I'm into college. So since I was in the college, while in the co college, I, you know, have some new experience. Because I never been to any college and, you know, experiencing yeah. different uh you know, different, have uh, new friends. Yeah, di different, completely different atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. completely different atmosphere. Because uh, one thing that uh, really motivates me and really, you know, keeps pushing me, you know, sometimes I face a lot of difficulties in finance-wise. And, you know, since I left my family and my friends, my best friends, you know, especially you mm -hmm. and your family, and lived with uh, my cousin sister, but you know, since she, she got married to a coastal coastal man, you know their ways is kind yeah, of like different. different yeah, so they yeah. cannot uh, cope up with the uh, islands people. Yeah. So, but I have to, you know, at least I have to live with them. And then my big aim is uh, I have to complete my college uh, degree. Yeah. So one thing, one big thing that uh, motivates me is uh, I come I came from a family background where my mom's. <laughs> really want me to go to college yeah your mom's a really good lady yeah. joseph's mom is one of the sweetest ladies i've ever met in my entire life she's always smiling she always gives you a hug and gives you peanuts is kind of she's known for <laughs> passing out peanuts but she's such a nice lady she always see if if i wasn't you know if i wasn't there at home she always uh look for me she always whenever i go like whenever i get like now i'm here in la see she always feels so much about me, because mm -hmm. uh, my elder brother is is kind of like a addicted to uh, alcohol and all this stuff. So, yeah. she was, I mean, he was he was not really good to my mom. Sometimes he beat up my mom and, and even my dad as well. But uh, my mom was uh, the one thing she always uh, told me is. Uh, she she always said uh, I have trust in you so you have to go to go to school continue further your mm -hmm. studies and, and that's why I have uh, that's that's the one thing that uh, motivates me whenever like even though I have some difficulties like finance and you know yeah. there's so many things to say but uh, one thing that reminds me it's my mom I I want to make, make you want to do it for your mom yeah make her proud make her proud. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. That's the only thing that motivates me. It doesn't matter. I live in a you know house where people don't co cope up with me. Mm -hmm. Some of the things like sometimes I used to walk from home to school. I don't have any bus. But since you know PNG, it's like it's a it's a developing nation. Yeah. So like every individual like their income and pay uh pay income. It's it like, varies it's drastically. Yeah. It's like, 3,000 kina or less than 3,000 kina yeah. here or something. So, it's either really low or really high. I've noticed something. There's really no middle class in Papua New Guinea. So we, the most thing that are, the most, most of the things that we face is uh, in finance wise. So, but all those things would, I, I normally say it won't stop me from, you know, completing my studies. Yeah. So one thing I, I said, uh, I just want to make my mom proud. Yeah. So, so seeing your mom go through all of those struggles and all of those 
just seeing her go through all of those problems and knowing that she still wants the best for you. Yeah. You see that everything she's going through, she could have just gave up on you. You know, she could have been like, okay, Joseph, you're going to end up like your brother. You're going to end up like your dad. You can just, whenever you turn 16, I'm just going to kick you out of the house. You can leave. But she decided, no, I'm going to love you. I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to tell you that you can do whatever you want, you know, because even though she might not be doing everything that she wants in that moment, she knows that, that if she raises you to be able to be in a place where you can do whatever you want to where you're strong enough to say no to these situations, to where you're strong enough to, to stop situations before they happen, that you might be able to help her one day or, or just completely change her life or something like that. I know, I know she's not doing it for that though. She's not doing thinking like, oh, I, I want him to be a big businessman. Yeah. I, I want him to be like that because I want him to buy me a new house or buy me a new car or something like that. She's thinking like that. I want you to be successful because I want you to do better than how I did. I want you to live a better life than what my parents did and how your past generations did. Yeah. So there's, there's a big thing with like generational curses that just, it's a big thing, especially in it's, it's all around the world, but especially in Papua New Guinea too. It's like, someone will be a drunk and then their their kid will be a drunk and their kid will be a drunk and their kid will be a drunk. It only takes one person to change an entire family. Like my dad, he was the same way. My uh his dad was a drunk and and it was just really bad and it was a family it was just something that went through our family for generations and generations. And my dad was was becoming that becoming exactly what he grew up around that he didn't want to be he realized that and he changed and now he's he's raised me to not be like that. So now now for next generations and generations I'm going to raise my sons and they're going to raise their sons and daughters and their sons and daughters and my my tumbuna 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 they're going to they're going to be they're going to be great people that aren't going to be stuck in the in the box of what your family name is. What at the end of the day it matters who you are and what you do with your life, not what you come from. It matter. Everybody has the same opportunities. So you have the opportunity to get up and go to college, just like someone that, that is rich and can get up and go to college, but it means more to you because you have to work harder to get it. So do you think that's a big motivation too? Yes, that's a big motivation to me. And uh, the other big thing is, uh, you know, if, if I didn't know Jesus, then I would have been like this. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe I would be somewhere on the wall doing all sorts of things out there, you know, know, I'm a dad as well. uh, I was so privileged to know uh, Jesus because since since I was little, I was born in sets since my mother, she was a really faithful Christian in sets Mm -hmm. when she was young. And then, you know, she taught us how to love Jesus. Yeah. She taught us how to follow Jesus. Good and, morals yeah, and good moral, all this stuff. So, yeah. we, by the way, we are four. Um, I have three siblings. I'm the second born. Yeah. And then uh, my elder brother is a better again, but he was not in the church. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was raised in the church, and all my life, my almost my entire, I mean, the entire life, I'm I'm in the church. And I done things in the church, activities in the church, take part in the church, uh, do you know all all these things in the church. So, you know, doing all these things, uh, God help me. You know, I can weigh out the situation. I can know the good and bad. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, what I'm not supposed to do. Yeah. So 
you know, as uh, Proverbs says that uh, wisdom comes from Lord. So mm-hmm. since uh, we we know Jesus <coughs> is the source, so I think uh, that's that's the good thing about me yeah, knowing Jesus. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you know, without Jesus, uh, life is meaningless. You won't find uh, any success in life. You won't satisfy, even though you can get degree, you can uh, have a good house, a car, a beautiful lady, but you won't satisfy. It won't satisfy yeah. you. You know. Uh, Stop avoid. Uh, it's just void. It's everything. It's vain. But uh, I'm I'm so happy that I know Jesus. Uh, he's my personal savior. And then I'm here. I'm here with uh, this. Is, you know, you can see him. He's a different color. Yeah. It's through Jesus. Yeah. So I'm so happy about that. Uh, him, um, and know him as a brother, as a brother in Christ, and uh, I'm I'm so happy about that, because uh, th- that's the other thing that motivates me, because uh, you know since uh, since before the foundation of this world, uh, God He knew us, He formed us, us yeah? yeah. It says, uh, I knew you before you were formed. So that's one thing I normally tell my friends that. Uh, Though you can go through some situation, you can go through some circumstances in life, but you must always know that God has a better plan for you. Mm-hmm. And then your plan is to prosper and uh, have a good life. Yeah. So that's one thing motivates me. You know, there's so many reasons, there are so many things that, you know, try to hold me back. But uh, I'm, I, as I've mentioned already, I'm so privileged to know Jesus. That's the one thing that uh, it keeps me motivated. Me. It's uh, keep on pushing me. And yeah, yeah, my faith, strong. and I believe that uh, this uh, I have a great future there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you said something earlier about how you you were raised in church, and about how um, you were always doing stuff around church, and always with church people, and always with good influences and everything. I think that's something that churches all around the world just neglect a little bit is realizing that. Um, you are the place where people can come to stay away from certain situations. If you were feeling unsafe at home whenever your dad would come home drunk or your brother would do something, you could go to the church or you could go, you could come to the property and come for a work day. Yeah. Or, or come and stay for a couple of days. And it, it, it's a safe place to where people can come and be themselves with people that are going to bring them up another level instead of tearing them down or bringing them down to another level or making them do things that just aren't right. You know, it, it is a place to keep you away from certain situations. It, you said that if it wasn't for Jesus, you'd be dead. Yeah. So if the church wasn't there and the people weren't there and, and God wasn't there to keep you out of those situations, then you, you could not be sitting here right now, or you could be a drunkard, homeless, walking around hogging town, asking people for coins for the next SP or fire water, you know, <laughs> but, um, it, it, your faith really helps you push through and get through all the obstacles and, and know that there's a brighter future ahead. As long as you stay faithful, you stay positive, you stay motivated. And, uh, I think that there's something that people that just everyday people neglect is finding a motivation. Everybody has a motivation. Everybody has somebody to, I don't want to say impress, but everybody has, you always have something to do something for, you know, you always have something to work for. If you don't want to do it for yourself, do it for your parents, do it for your dog, do it for God, you know, do it for anything. You can find something 
to do it for. You don't have to think, I'm going to do this so I can have a house. I'm going to do this so I can have a car. You do it to think, I'm going to do this so I can better myself, so I can help other people, so I can bring other people to to church, or I can bring other people out of certain situations because with your business degree, it's not just going to be something to where you can be a big businessman. You could influence so many lives, you know, you could, you could be the big man walking around town. You know, you could be, I don't want, you don't want to go to donate compensations and bride prices all the time, but uh, to go around and help younger kids to eat that day or to get shoes for village kids or just to do stuff like that, to help build a school or something like that. There's so many things that you can do with a business degree that are alternative to the, the, the like, um, what do I think? What everybody else thinks that you're going to be doing with it, just getting a desk job or working for a company. There's so many things you could do. By saying that, uh, you're mentioning something about uh, helping people. The, the most selfish, selfish thing you can do in this world is uh, help, help someone. That's, that's what I... That's what I got in my mind, my heart, and I normally do. Because I have, uh, I saved uh, three girls. They almost literally, like, got raped and, you know, killed, murdered. And that's, that's the thing I, you know, I even risked myself. Wow. And then, because uh, I know I know how to help people. Yeah. And I know how to help uh, other people. You know, uh, before you guys were, you guys coming over to Papua New Guinea, mm-hmm. Uh, I normally go to property compound. Like there are so many boys now, they were not there. Yeah, yeah, they were not there. Uh, they we normally go around with uh, brother Rick, and then there are so many. We we did so many things. Like we normally do some sets work and uh, some things at the compound. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know we have to humble humble, humble ourselves. Yeah, because uh, the way up is the way down. So yeah. you wanna become a successful in life, or you wanna you know. You want to prosper in life, we must always submit and then yeah. go down. Yeah. Because the way up is the way down. So, like, myself, what I do is, like, I don't try to become, like, boast myself or try to yeah. be somebody. Try to make yourself yeah. puff up and be a big yeah. man or anything like that. Yeah. And then you have to stay humble and then you you, you must always bear in mind that uh, the most selfish thing you can do in this world is helping someone. Yeah. So in in little ways, you know, you, you see that uh, there's a way that you can help. Mm-hmm. You must help. You can always help somebody, no matter where what position you're in. You can always help somebody by having a conversation with somebody. By I said in a couple of podcasts to go, just being friendly, showing a smile on your face. That's helping people. That's helping people. Not not helping people doesn't mean you go around giving millions of kina to villages or doing big public things and all that stuff. Helping people could be. A variety of different things shaking somebody's hand giving a little kid a piece of candy or just being an all-around good person if you're a good person then good things are going to come from it you reap what you sow if you reap goodness and kindness and the fruits of the spirit love joy peace and all that stuff you're going to reap those things in return those things are going to come back to you 10 times fold you know that, that those are things that are just going to build up your life it's uh since uh, this world is around we say uh, what goes goes around comes around mm-hmm. so like what I told myself, I normally tell myself is, uh, I must always make uh, ten people smile yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah that's what that's I told okay. myself. So if I can make it more than ten, then I'm I'm satisfied with the yeah. the day. I've seen Joseph do that. We'll be in Hogan Town or we'll be in Lay or something, and he'll go around. He'll he'll look at somebody. He'll point at him. He'll go, yeah, 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 and he'll smile, and then they'll smile back, and he'll go one, and then he'll do it to someone else. And him doing that, I don't know if you know this, but. 
Other people started to do it too. Like my sister and uh, one of our friends, Willie, they would have competitions to see how many people they could get to smile. They would like do that. One time, it was like my sister got like 50 something people to smile. And it was, it was they, it, and yeah, in one day. And it's just crazy. You doing positive things is going to motivate people to do the same things and make little competitions to make little things about it, you know? And um, what you said about being humble. It, it comes with any sort of leadership to being humble. It's like you said, you're going for a business degree, but you don't go around telling everybody, I'm in college, I'm going for a business degree. Whenever you get out, you're not going to walk around with your chest puffed up. Oh, me big man, me with a blundstone boot, me got a business degree. You're not going to go around and act like that. You're going you're gonna to be humble. You're going to tell people, obviously, you worked for that education. You're not going to down downplay that. You know, If you apply for a job, you're not going to tell them that you don't have an education, but you're not going to go around and brag about it because that's going to be your reward right there. But um, I saw something. It was like Jeff Bezos, he was, he was a, whenever he was a billionaire, he drove a Toyota or like a Honda car that was worth like $20,000 whenever he was a billionaire. And then we got these people that make 100000 or $30,000 a year that are going around renting Ferraris and Lamborghinis for an Instagram picture, you know, and that's just it, it gets on my nerves pretending pretending to be something that you're not whenever you can just every car runs the same way if it gets you from point A to point B you don't have to boast about how much money you make driving around everywhere, you know, and it goes with that too. He said bring yourself down a level bring yourself down a notch a boss that will work with his employees is always going to be more liked and the morale of the business is going to be up. If I'm a boss of a company and I go around, I go to people and I just bark orders all day, tell them to do stuff, tell them to work harder, that they're going to do this. And I go sit in my office, put my feet up on my desk and sleep, you know, because I own the business. What do I have to do? Or if I go and I, and I'm teaching them how to do these things or I'm doing these things with them. You take the lead. Yeah. You, you take the lead. If you're not, there's difference between being a boss and being a leader, a boss and a leader are two completely different things. You can be a boss and a leader though, you know? But they're two completely separate things. Being a leader is showing people, leading people into right decisions and right and wrong and teaching them how to do things. Being just a regular boss without any leadership is just telling people what to do, being the big man in the company, sitting there, in a chair. sitting there doing nothing, eating flower balls and chips from Waggy Bridge all the time. But I just, I think that was a big, a big thing. Just stay humble, completely humble. And, um, you said something that we just kind of breezed over in this, and I want to know if you'll go into a little more detail. You said that you saved three girls yeah. from like you. You could probably we can watch back on the camera footage. My reaction, I didn't know what to do. You said you said I saved three girls from almost dying and being raped. I was speechless. My eyes probably got as big as a bowling ball, you know. But uh, will you go into a little bit more detail of what you mean by that? It's this. Uh, I've mentioned something about help, so that's that's one of the things that uh, normally motivates me in any any ways that I can help. Mm -hmm. So that thing, uh, that incident, was it's happened sometimes ago, some years ago, mm -hmm. and these are some of my boys at my where we lived in the same village, and then they, they bad attitude about you know whenever they see some strange girls or stranger walking around, they normally go and you know do all sorts of things with them so like they they know me they know me very well that uh, i normally go to church uh you know all of my life or grown, grown up in church so i i one time i saw a girl that was the first lockdown 
2020. Yeah. Yeah, that was the first lockdown. And I was, yeah. yeah, I was here and I was there at the Goroka. And then that first lockdown, I went up to Anglip. I went home and then we stayed there. And then one time, yeah, during, during a big sunny day, and people, there was no PMV bus moving around. So people have to walk from me. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere. So there's a girl, she walked herself. On the road, and there's some boys. They so earned, and they try to, uh, you know, uh, yeah, do things. Yeah, yeah. do things. And then I was there as well, so I said that that's not good. So I have to step in and mm-hmm. help here. Yeah. And then I did. And these boys, they they know me, so they said they they begged me to just leave this girl to their hands. Yeah. But I said no. Since she's in my hands, I have to yeah. you know protect her. Yeah. And then I. There's no vehicle, there's no PMV bus, so I have to take it all the way, like uh, one kind of mile or something. Yeah. And then there's a bus coming, and then I stop there, and I stand there. And then she gave me 20 kina. I wasn't expecting that money. Yeah. And then she gave me 20 kina. No, no, that's your bus pay. And then she, she insisted. She said, no, you take it. And then I said, oh, thank you. Yeah. And then that's, uh, she's also from Chimbu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's uh, the other girl, and then there's also two girls as well, mm-hmm. and that's uh, they happen in the same situation same as well. Situation. Yeah, yeah. I like what you said about how you said she gave me twenty kina, but I wasn't expecting anything. Yeah. You didn't do it because you wanted something in return. You done it because you were like, whoa, what are these guys doing trying to take advantage over this girl? How old was the girl? Oh, uh, she's like twenty or something. How old were the boys? Uh, they yeah, same as they same as they like. Yeah, teenagers. Are, That's I'm Something recently happened in uh, our community around the airport, and uh, a guy um, raped a, a girl from a different village, and now the villagers are fighting. I didn't. I don't know if I told you about that. Oh, you didn't told me. Yeah, the, there was a guy, and he's just a crazy guy in the community across the highway, and uh, he ended up killing a little boy with a stone. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, take a market. Take a market. Yeah. And uh, the same guy, the same guy, the same guy went and raped a uh, little Tari sixth grade girl, and um, now uh, they're really mad. They're fighting, so uh, it's a really big deal. With the Tari people, the Tari people, the Yumka, and the Moge people are fighting. So, all three communities, all three tribes in our community are fighting right now, and they're big tribes too. So, they go all the way to town, all the way to Wagi Bridge, all the way to airport. It's, but um, I just. I just don't see what why people do things like that. Like, I know that me and you were raised in ways to see that that is just wrong, but just to think that someone would do something like that is just absolutely, they're, they're the scum of the earth. They're just worthless people, you know. But what you said about how you did it without thinking about getting anything in return, that's just great because we know right from wrong, and I don't see how these people can think that doing anything like that would be right because the girl isn't from that place or doesn't have family or they can do it without having to pay compensation, even if she tells somebody about it, you know. But I think that is just that's really yeah. sad. But um, at least you were there and helped. You could have saved those three girls lives. So that's that's really good. So um, got anything else that you want to say? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh just something to you know keeps you motivated like uh we have to be we have to think positive you know though though every time you woke up from your bed every day every morning you you have uh you got challenges you got you know things coming your way mm-hmm. but you have to stay positive 
Because, uh, you know, the you have to stand in a ground that, uh, you know, it, it will keep you motivated, uh, keeps you uh, focus on your goals or aims mm-hmm. in life. Because uh, what uh, I, you know, in, in my life, personally, I, I went through some, I was, my, my life was really bad and I, like, I almost left church. Mm-hmm. I even, like, killed myself as well. Because uh, I went through something. I can control myself, but uh, as I've mentioned earlier, I was so privileged and honored that uh, I was saved by Jesus Christ, and, and I was so lucky that I know Him. And that's the biggest thing, that's the greatest thing that I know in life, that uh, He saved me from any, any things that uh, I could have died. I could have died, but yeah. uh, He was so good. And then now now I know that uh, I have a greater future. Yeah, it's through Him, yeah. So in life, we have to stay uh, motivated. Uh, we have to, you know, have positive thinking, stay positive, and then you have to humble yourself, uh, humble yourself, and then God will raise you yeah. in, in in anything. So that's that's the the actual reason that I named this podcast the Positive Outlook was because you can look at anything in a positive or or uh, or a bad way you know you can look at everything has two sides you can look at it in a good way or a bad way i talked about failure how it can be good how it can be bad and and all those things so if you wake up in the morning like he said and you think about the day in a positive way that today's going to be a good day that you're going to get things accomplished that day then it's going to happen you're you're your first enemy like i said you got to conquer your mind first and then you're going to get through the rest of the day so uh i think today was a good podcast and uh, I just want to say thank you to Joseph for being here and sharing some of his experiences and everything. And uh, I'm going to be sharing some of these clips. I'm going to be um, posting them on Instagram. My Instagram is USA underscore Mungi. If you know what that means, you know what it means. If you don't, then you don't. <laughs> and uh, his Instagram, I think, is Joseph Amook. And um, I'll I'll uh, link it on every uh, clip that I post with him in it. So yeah, today was a really good podcast talking about positivity, talked about being a student, talked about, we covered a lot of different things today. So uh, please give some positive, uh, what do you, what do I share the, share the podcast. That's what I'm trying to say. Share the podcast to your friends, get this out there. Uh, the story of Joseph, the, the life that he's had to go through, some of the things he's gone through and he's still going through, but he's still in a place to where he knows, like he said, his life isn't perfect. Nobody's life is perfect. He still goes through things every single day, but he wakes up the day saying, today's going to be a good day. I'm going to do things today. He keeps his motivation. He thinks about his mom. He thinks about all these things. He uh, tries to please God every day that he goes through his life, and uh, he stays positive, and he stays motivated. So I just want to give that same challenge to everybody out there. So uh, thank you for listening, and um, peace out. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.